You're listening to a special post-primary edition of Minnesota Now. I'm Brian Baxt. Mike Mulcahy and I are talking with candidates who were on the ballot yesterday and who you'll see again in November. Uh, Former Hormel Foods CEO Jeff Entger fell short in his bid for public office, but he will face have a chance to avenge that defeat in a few months as voters this November fill the first congressional district seat for the next two years. Ettinger's on the line now, and thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. It's my honor to follow my friend, Governor Walls, and also to hear Martin Zeller, who's from my hometown, Austin. Well, Mr. Ettinger, is, is your defeat indicative of the tough environment that your party is in for this fall, especially in rural concentrated districts like the first? Well, we, we outperformed the predictions in the area. A lot of folks said, oh, it, it had gone, the district had leaned way red, and we ended up losing 51% to 47%, so outperforming those predictions. We won big in our primary, and we feel we have momentum toward a new, more advantageous district heading forward to November. A lot's been made about President Joe Biden's low approval ratings. Is, is it going to be a drag on your party come November? Well, we significantly outperformed uh, President Biden's performance even from 2020. So I think it, it shows that Southern Minnesotans are concerned about local issues and, and are, are connecting with the local representatives that, that they're having a chance to see during the race. And, and we'll continue to emphasize things that are important in our area. You know, not many candidates get a redo so quickly after a loss. Is there something you wish you'd have done differently or might do differently as this next phase of the race moves ahead? No, I mean, I'm going to continue to emphasize that I'm a you know, moderate, a non-politician, somebody who has a proven track record for getting things done, both in business and as a community leader. Uh, clearly, as we head into the November election, turnout will be probably three times as high as it is for an August race. Uh, the colleges will be back in session and will certainly be active going to those areas. And we have some new parts of the district up in Goodhue County and Wabashaw County that we're, we've already had a chance to see some of the folks, but this will be their first chance to vote in a competitive general election for us. So as uh, voters give you a second look or more voters give you a first look, what do you wish they knew more about of you? I mean, I think it, I, I, my, my, I'm so gratified at the kind of performance we got out of our local area. And when, you know, if you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company in a small town, everybody knows everything about you, okay? And so I think it, it speaks well to the fact that I, I'm an approachable person, a community-minded person that we, we perform so strongly locally. That certainly was part of my effort during the more recent phases to get out to other parts of Southern Minnesota and introduce myself to them as well. I had a chance to do that with a lot of voters and I'll have more chances over the next couple months. So be better being a CEO or a candidate. <laughs> They're very different. And I understand serving in Congress would be very different. You're one of 400 plus representatives from all over the country. And so you're only going to be as effective as you are at persuasion and at reaching out to others. Um, I've talked to Congressman Dean Phillips. He's, he's part of a group called the Problem Solvers Caucus, 28 Republicans and 28 Democrats. That's something I would certainly want to apply to be part of because that's part of the bipartisan effort that I truly believe in. Republican Brad Finstead is going to Washington. How much do, time do you plan to spend on highlighting votes or stances he takes while he's there for the next few months? Well, I mean, it, they're certainly relevant to his record. And so we'll kind of see what comes up over these next couple of months. Um, you know, we, we've obviously tried to run a positive race, emphasizing my experience and my less partisan approach. But we'll, we'll see what comes of those votes. 
I mean, one area that we clearly did emphasize and I think had traction with voters at this time, a very concerning issue was our divergent stance on Roe v. Wade, that he thought it was great that the decision was overruled after 50 years of precedent. And I really felt it was a, you know, kind of a disaster for the country that we've now put women and their doctors in the positions of being made into criminals. You already put a lot of money into this race. Are you going to keep doing that? I mean, we're going to be competitive. We haven't really assessed the the money side of it for round three. I mean, it's been an interesting three stage race, but uh, you know, we've been we we were competitive in round two with Mr. Finstead, and I'm sure we'll do that again. Well, Jeff Ettinger, the first district uh, DFL nominee, thanks for coming on. Hopefully, we'll hear more from you in the months ahead. You bet. Love to be back on the show. Thank you for having me.